0: They wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points and doze. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 144 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. Hey. How you guys doing? Doing
1: good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Busy, nice. busy day today. It's nice out though.
0: Yeah, it's it is nice out, and it's starting to get nice here. I'm sure it's probably already cold by you, Trevor. So. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, does it feel like fall for you guys yet? I don't, I don't know what that yeah. means necessarily for you. But wait, so do you just go from warm to immediately cold? There's no like oh, yeah. transition period. Yeah. It, so so it it goes from you know like summertime shorts weather to wearing uh, hoodies like. Yeah, it, it's we basically get like a day or two of fall, and then okay. it goes straight to like winter. I don't want to be outside because <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the next probably month and a half, two months down here, Damon, are like the best months of the year weather-wise. So, you know, it's like really nice weather. I would agree. Yeah, so we're we're in the, this nice transition. I mean, it's still like today. It's like eighty-seven out. It's still it's hot, but it's you know, yeah. So it's it's getting better. <laughs> it's supposed to get cooler as the week goes on so that's good news <laughs> I, I I'm considering shutting off my outside taps before the frost hits to give you some context oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that's now that's, we're
1: just we're, we're just happy it's not 96 every day anymore yeah
0: that's true yeah we had like a like a few like three weeks in a row of like 90 plus every day and it was a little miserable. yeah it was a little rough <laughs> so <laughs> anyway yeah Uh, uh, you guys have got some stuff going on here that you need to talk about. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll just go first. So I I talked on the last show about like, I had all these disparate, like, you know, well, no, I had three different reservations that were done. Right. And so, you know, one night each at Saratoga and then a two nighter. And then I had, oh, so I guess I had four. Yeah. So four, four reservations set up. So one night each that I'd set up in Saratoga and then a two night, um, Wait, how many nights am I staying? Is it three or four? I don't know. Anyway, I had one night that we were staying at Boardwalk. And I, I using that DVC app site that I told you guys about, I got a text that said that there was a studio available. So I, I hopped on real quick and I grabbed it. And so I got all my nights at Saratoga for my November trip. And um, I combined all, all of them into one reservation. So I don't have all the reservations sitting out there. I hope everybody knows you can do that if you have separate reservations like that. Um... Assuming they're the same room type and, you know, resort and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so I merged them all into one reservation. Now I'm good to go. Now the question is I'm still that I'm still trying to figure out. I, I think we've decided that we're going to buy annual passes. The, the thing is, I don't really want to dole out the whole amount of money right now for the annual pass. So I'm almost thinking to myself that I might just buy the tickets and then upgrade when I get there. You know what I mean? Like... Which seems done. It's only two months away, but it feels like a way to almost spread out my costs, you know? The only thing about that, too, is that they they said that annual pass sales were limited at the beginning here, right? So, yeah. But I, I think they're just, I don't think they're saying they're limited at the beginning. I think they were saying they could shut them off anytime if they wanted to. Right. I, so I I, don't, I think that was just them covering themselves, though. I, I've seen a couple people ask about that when they called in, and they called in, and they were like, oh, no, we're, we're not limiting them at all. I, I think it's just hmm. more if they have to go back and limit capacity again. I think they're just covering themselves for that. That's all. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, as I, long as you can get one, right? Like that's, yeah, yeah, I, I would be yeah. annoyed if I showed up at the the ticket booth and they were like, nah, we can't give you an annual pass. No, we can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. from, from everything I've heard, it seems like they just have, I think it's just that they're covering themselves. I think it's a legal thing, you know, where they're, you know, they're just, they're just covering themselves in case they need to scale it back at any time. So I think technically annual passes are always, always had that statement in them. You know what I mean? Of they can stop selling them at any time. Um, but you know, it was obviously a little more prominent now because they were just re- starting to resell them now. So, but I mean, it seems like the math works out for me to, it makes more sense for me to buy the annual passes. So I just, I'm just going back and forth trying to decide if I want to spend all the money now or if I just want to wait. But I don't know. I, I, does that, if, does that seem silly? I don't know. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm actually kind of in the same boat because we, I mean, we bought our tickets before, um, or before annual passes were available, but um no, we've done that before too. It does make sense because yeah, you, you you pay part of it up front, and then when you get there, you're really just paying the difference between your park tickets and the annual pass. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it it makes sense as kind of a weird deferral <laughs> plan, yeah, exactly. I guess you could call it. Yeah. It's it's not even that I need to, like you know it's I I can I can pay for them. It just I just don't feel like it. <laughs> I just don't feel like spending that kind of money at the moment. I don't know why, um, but also I, I'm getting myself. And we'll, we'll t- actually, you know what? I'll talk about this later, but because <laughs> we have this on the agenda later. But yeah, so All that's right. what I'm trying to. I keep going back and forth. Do I just buy the tickets now? Do I buy the annual passes now? And ju- you know, I don't know. I, I I keep going back and forth. It almost just feels good to just get it out of the way and just buy it now. But so I I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, so I'm good to go for my uh, my November trip, my, my little brief November trip. And and now my my only goal, and I said this, I think, on the last show, is to get a reservation at Space 220. That's the only thing I care about now. So uh, after that, you know, whatever else happens, happens. I haven't even gotten any other dining reservations. Like uh, Becky said to me on the Discord, she was like, oh, you should try to book this and try to book that. And I'm like, I haven't even thought of any dining for this trip at all. Like just have besides Space 220 is the only thing that's in my head. So, <laughs> I haven't thought about anywhere else we're going to eat any of the other t- other times. So, we'll have to see what happens. But, but Damon, I, I know you also were on, uh, you know, stalking uh, the website to try to get a Hilton Head reservation.
1: Yeah, I, I did. I got it for um, Friday and Saturday night. You know, so we're going over Columbus Day weekend. I did not. I did not see a day yet for Sunday. So, it doesn't really matter too much for me. I mean, if we get home a day earlier, I mean, there's tons of things we can do right a day to kind of relax before we have to go back to work and school. So, it's not the end of the world. But I'll kind of keep my eye on it and see. We are going – we have a two-bedroom. It's expensive, though. I just forgot books. how expensive, you know, two bedrooms were. I mean, yeah, it's 59 yeah. points on the weekend at Hilton Well, Head it's a holiday
0: a weekend, too. So, it's probably even it's
1: holiday weekend as well. So, I mean, we were lucky because we had – we were sitting on a ton of points. I mean, I still have my – Disney reservation for November as well. Uh, I didn't cancel it yet because I'm going to just flip those into RCI. Like for me, I don't care if I have RCI points instead of bank Disney points. It's It's irrelevant. So we're going to hold ours until probably mid-October. And then if we decide we're not going, then flip it. I mean, I don't think we'll go, but there has been some, you know, I don't know, optimism in the shots for under 12. So, if that changes, then it is a possibility that we may go. I still don't know, though, because, I mean, it's going to be pretty packed regardless on um, Thanksgiving. So, I doubt it, but, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Have you thought about renting out that reservation, or?
1: You know, I probably could, right? You could
0: probably make some good money doing that, man, because that's a in-demand time. I mean, you could probably make some good cash doing that. You should look into that.
1: Oh, I kind of, you know what, Tom? You're, you're kind of right on that.
0: All right, well, I'll, I'll take a small commission for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, wait.
0: So, which who do I have to talk to though? At a rental which, store? W- yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll hook you up with somebody over there and get you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure that you could probably pull in some a good a good price for that, man. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and do, it's a two do bedroom. Do you need to, to just poop. do the ad right now? <laughs> 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 I thought that was the ad. Hold on, no, I thought that was. The ad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah, nope. you know what? That 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 is a valid point and, and maybe I will do that because that would be pretty easy and I would say cash.
0: Yeah, you just get cash. Wait, did they cash.
1: send so here's a question though. So do they send you a ten ninety nine at the end of the year or do you have to self report that?
0: I think we discussed this when when I forget, yeah, they were on, but I don't remember, but I do think they send you something, yeah. Okay. I, I would assume they send you something, yeah.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
0: You should, you should check it out though. Then you can report back on the process. But I mean, I, you said it's a two bedroom too. I mean, that's, that's a lot of cash, man. <laughs> like that's, a, that's a good amount of money, I think.
1: Yeah. Maybe I will do that. Hmm. Yeah. Good idea, Tom. Good idea. You know
0: what? That's why we have this show for, for ideas. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's good that you got your at least two nights.
1: Yep, I got two nights, and I guess our only goal is again since we've been to Hilton Head so much, it'll be nice to be at DVC. But if I don't see Shadow, I'm gonna be mad mad.
0: Oh, you gotta see Shadow. Yeah,
1: yeah. If I don't see Shadow, I'm gonna be mad mad. Outside of that, again, like you know, I already know where I'm eating. I already know what places I'm going to. I already know what I'm doing. It's not like I don't know. I was just there. What Two months ago, a month and a half ago. So it will just be a different experience. And this will will probably be the only time we'll go there because my wife's parents' house is just not done yet. Once they finish their house, then, you know, they're on beach walk, right? They're in Sea Pines. Like, why would I use my points there?
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: So it it would work out. And again, we have so many points, it would make sense. So that would be good.
0: Yeah, it's it's good to check it out, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they have. They also have like. I think I told you this too. I mean, I, I've said this many times that everybody says this. They, they, they have like the nicest cast members there. I mean, they're they're just the best there. Mm. And um, they do have they do have some good uh. There's some good food in the
1: little snack bar there. I think I want to say banana bread, French toast. Stop! I'm. I already know where I go. I, it's not even it's not even <laughs> like I won't even like play that game.
0: You don't even want. You don't even want to ha- play that game. You just want to go where you're gonna go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like we went to some really, really good places when we were there with my daughter. And I'm not trying to not go back to those places. So that's, uh, that's not even going to be a question.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Well, I mean, listen, that's fine. I mean, you'll enjoy the resort regardless. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It will be, it will be nice. So just for everyone that's curious why I'm leaving early today. So interestingly enough, I'm going to an abandoned church in North Carolina to shoot an album cover for my son's album. But I'm like super excited. I've never been to like an abandoned church now. Yes. It's been um, decommissioned. I think is the official term. So okay. it's no longer a church, but it is a historic landmark and it was bought out by a, you know, a private business, which I've already spoken to. And they said, yep, you can come on through and take pictures. I talked to the owner. So I'm kind of excited about that. seems like it will be a, a fun little experience. Just, that sounds fun, yeah. yeah. Just want to say thank you for actually clearing it
0: with the owner, but believe it or not, oh, we, dude, we have, yeah. um, we have people around here. We've had issues with it at some of the like, like old buildings and landmarks and stuff mm-hmm. where, yeah, people come through and do photo shoots and whatever, you know, photographers, but they never get it cleared. And then
1: it, Causes all kinds of problems. So absolutely. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not that guy. Like I'm always like, you know, know, I need to call. Like is my son's like, Oh, we could, you know, go to the, no, I got to call first. So yeah, it was actually, I I didn't figure you were that kind of guy. No, yeah. (laughs) It was actually interesting. It was bought out by a landscaping company because it was on the south, southern border of their property. So they use it now. They're keeping it up, but they use the rest of the land, you know, kind of as part of their landscaping business. So it would be, it would be pretty neat. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a fun time. So. <laughs> Damon, I like I I want to go on like DVC rental store right now and like uh you know find out how much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I might be let's, calling
1: them next week I'd be right like. <laughs> I yeah, it just... be like I'm calling them next week.
0: Where 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 is the reservation at?
1: Saratoga. Okay. It's the Saratoga two bedroom. Um let's see. So it looks it, like it's it, 14
0: and 1450 per point is what they're paying for that.
1: Okay. And that's a, the two bedroom. I think I feel like is a lot of points for that.
0: That's got to be a lot of points. Yeah. And
1: well, yeah, I want to say we're, that it's prime time, right? Yeah. 24, 25, 26, 27, I feel like is what we're we have booked. Okay. So, yeah, 24 through 27. Nice. So, You're
0: gonna yeah. Have to,
1: uh, <laughs> I, and I think I'm going to do that because I don't think we'll go and, and why not, right? Like, I could flip into RCI, but I could also take cash.
0: You could do that, yeah. You could I like do that. cash.
1: I don't mind cash, especially cash. in November.
0: Cash is always good,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, especially in November. November cash is always good. Yeah, yeah, that, that's your Christmas cash right there. I'm way behind on Christmas stuff. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I, I have no good ideas. I think I just killed it last year, and I have really just, like, no real good ideas this year, and it's very disappointing for me.
0: Oh, really? Well, I mean, you have that one thing that you got. Yeah,
1: about. yeah. I mean, but that's, like, the, the kids aren't going to be, like, it's theirs, and they're not going to be like, "Oh, that's awesome." I mean, it's awesome, but they're not going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. usually, I get them all something special, so I have to kind of keep my eyes open because it's going to be a little bit of a, a tougher one now.
0: I mean, it's only September, man. I'm um, Usually, I at
1: least have my good ideas by now, though, because some, yeah. you know, again, some of these ideas could take you know a few weeks to months to pull off. Sure, yeah. So, so Tom, my wife and I have already started our shopping.
0: I haven't even like, no. figured out what's <laughs> happening for Christmas, let alone shopping for gifts. Oh, like, I'm I like, I'm probably
1: 60 to 70% done with like stuff, but like the stuff end of the gifts, not like the one present that I feel like is like, yeah. oh, okay, that's it. The one big present. The yeah. extra like.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right. You want to start to answering some questions?
1: Yeah. sure we have to answer this one i thought we pushed this one off which one i thought we said we're not here right now and just kind of left that alone
0: <laughs> so uh, was you messing with jeremy
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I assumed of course <laughs> of course
0: i i so Jer- jeremy had sent us a question and i i went and i looked at it and there was a response that looked like an an automated response and i'm like wait a second i don't think we have automated responses and i was like wait damon's probably just messing with, <laughs> with jeremy
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah
0: yeah. Well, Jeremy, asks, uh it's my understanding, he's going in January 2022. It's my understanding this 50th celebration stuff will still be happening then. Do you know if there are events that for the 50th only happening in October, then getting done or where all the 50th lasts a year? It's, it's a year and a half celebration. So it's yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think anything's coming down or not happening. So so to that end, uh, you know, I um, I'll refer back to going to Disneyland for the 60th is that, yeah that's exactly it. these um, these events they know full well that people are not going to get there in the first month and honestly they don't want that they you know they want to try and spread it out over a year because it makes them more money and it you know it stops it from October becoming absolutely ridiculous to get any kind of yeah. reservation so um yeah to, to answer that Jeremy I'm I'm fairly confident I know specifically you mentioned the the big 50 Um Well, still being on the castle. Oh yeah. That, you know, that, that logo will be up there. The Fab 50 statues will be around. They, they're not going to just put that stuff up for a month and then put it away. Like they, they have every intent of keeping it up for, for well over a year. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't worry about that, Jeremy. I think, I think you'll still be able to see everything when you go. So, I mean, they might do special things here and there that only last for like a month, but you know, that's. even that, like with the, the 60th, like, cause like I was looking at vloggers and whatnot as that was going on and they had, they had parades and, and shows and stuff like that for, for the 60th in Disneyland. And none of those stopped in any short amount of time. Like there, there's Disney's not in the habit of, you know, like they're, they're not going to make a show or do something where it's like, Oh, this is only here for a month and then it disappears. That's. That's yeah, not cost effective, right? Yeah, so, you're right. Exactly. That's not yeah. cost effective at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So you're you're definitely right about that. Yeah. I. But you know, there might be some limited stuff, but for the most part, it you know you'll be able to see it. So. Yeah, I guess you know maybe merchandise, but again, I I don't I don't worry too much about that. You'll be you'll be able to find fiftieth yeah. uh, merch, no problem. Yeah, I agree. So Becky, uh, Becky via Discord. Uh, last night, while I was writing this, I, I threw out on Discord. It's like anybody have any questions? And uh, Becky asked. Uh, she, well, she mentioned that we both snagged last minute reservations, Damon and I. Um, but she said you can go to one park on October first. Which one do you choose? None. I mean, none is yeah. That <laughs> was her fit. answer too. But I kind of choose none as well. I I mean I would go to maybe Epcot. Epcot's not a bad choice because at least there's more space than Magic Kingdom, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would not go anywhere near Magic Kingdom on the first. Yeah, um, yeah Epcot's a
1: maybe, and yeah, I, I think. I, I mean, if you're talking non-pandemic, yeah. I would ride out in Magic Kingdom, but right you now. You do the no.
0: shoulder-to-shoulder New Year's Eve, oh, yeah. Kinda, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For
0: the fiftieth, yeah, you know, I I can see the the reasoning behind that is, you know, there, there's a certain amount of hype, right?
1: Oh, there's,
0: just there's something about being there on the anniversary, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that sort of stuff is ever going to be it again for me. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's t- I mean, that's tough to do right now. I mean, but it, you know, it's going to be mob though. I mean, even oh, even absolutely. with the limits on, you know, park reservations, there's still it's still going to be pretty busy. I mean, it's not going to be like it is on new year's eve because they can actually limit stuff now right like so it's not i don't think they have it up to full park capacity yet but uh but yeah but it's it's still gonna be busy it's still gonna be a lot of people packed in there so especially to see the new show but again though like a lot of this is why i think it's smart what they're doing A, a lot of stuff is debuting that same night like I like you said, Trevor. I want to go to Epcot to see the what they're doing uh, on on Spaceship Earth with the with the beacons of light thing, mm-hmm. and like to go see Harmonious. Like I know there's also a new show at Magic Kingdom debuting, but I don't know. Just what they're doing at Epcot is really interesting to me. Yeah, and I, I I just um yeah li- like even even with the new show at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I, I feel like Epcot would be, like you said, it's more interesting and yeah, it's, it's easier to spread out and not so, um, I, I don't feel there's enough stuff there that people would be packing it shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's, I, I think that's a good choice. If I were going to choose anywhere, it would be that. It would be, it would be Epcot. I think you're, you're right about that. Yeah. All right, um, a, this is a good Damon question. I feel like this is. This, I the, saw this question, question. I thought Damon. Yeah. yeah I, so okay. So Dan says, if Disney ever decide to do a truly scary Halloween party in brackets, Fright Night, uh, what park would you like to see it in, and
1: what type of scary characters would you expect to be there? I mean, is there really any other park besides Hollywood Studios for this, though? Yeah, it has yeah. I, I has was to be Hollywood there too. <laughs> yeah, and what would I expect? I mean. We have so many villains, so I mean if you're you're trying to like notch out which villains would I like to see? I mean, I don't know because think about this though, like what about Splash Mountain with the Doctor from uh princess and the from Oh yeah. Doctor facility uh, Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. I
0: don't He's a truly creepy
1: character. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, like in terms yeah. of like actual scary characters. I don't know, I still think it should be at Hollywood Studios, but I mean I don't know. You know it'd be really really cool is if they did um like a Death Troopers like Oh like right? th- like the what if kind of Well there's zombies. a book called Death Troopers though uh, as well by Joe Oh, oh it's eluding okay, yeah, me for sorry. a second. But what sorry, if you did it Marvel stuff. Never mind. Yeah, so what if you did uh a Star Wars Death Troopers. Man, that would be crazy cool.
0: That would be cool. Uh, Well, Disney also owns, they own uh, Alien now, too, so they could, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still think if I was, like, I would love to see classic Disney characters, animated characters, right from the the animated movies make appearances. Yeah, yeah. But,
0: like, really done up, like, far more realistic than they appear in the movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I just, I don't. I just don't know if you can make it scary enough, right? It depends what level of scary you're going for. I just don't know if you make it scary enough, you know, in that animated realm. Um, so that's why I would lean towards something like Star Wars in, in that aspect. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if they were going to go all out and kind of go outside canon and do something, then yeah, that would be really, really neat. But I just don't know if that would ever happen.
0: I'm just trying to now. I'm trying to think of this is making me think of like the scariest all time Disney characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, um, I don't know. I'm you trying to think if you know there's any that have like ever I'm really. I'm going stuck to the web. Me I'm going to the
0: web. You know what? Taffiti from uh, uh oh, there's, from there's, uh, so Moana a, is scary. Yeah, and,
1: and there's a D23 article actually about this. The The 13 Disney characters. So, they have the Hag, the Horn King from Black Cauldron, King Candy from Wreck-It Ralph. Really? I don't know about that. When, I mean, that's when he scary? gets
0: infected by the virus,
1: it's a little disturbing. I wouldn't call it scary. Red but Skull. It's... But I, I think you almost have to leave Marvel out. Madame Medusa from The Rescuers. Uh, okay. Claude from The By the Hunch way, Back.
0: I said, I said Te I meant Taka. <laughs> the other version. Like, that's boogie kind boogie. of a scary character, I think. Yeah.
1: Davy Jones from Pirates, Headless Horseman. I could see Headless Horseman. I could see Sid. I could be see Sid. Um, actually, it's creepy.
0: Yeah. yeah the,
1: the The whole yeah the Headless Horseman that
0: actually yeah now thinking about that 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 whole little story that would be with scary. Ichabod
1: was yeah, yeah it was pretty pretty scary. Yeah, that one I I could see, but I, I still think transforming like the park in terms of Star Wars, that whole area to like Death Troopers would be so cool. That would be cool. Yeah. oh the the whole uh the whole
0: Chernobog sequence in or night on oh, yeah on was it night on skull
1: night on bald mountain is what it's called
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: um I mean you could do a real scary pinocchio situation too to be honest with you yeah yeah I guess I there was is. Looking,
0: I was is looking there, up stuff as you were reading them Damon so did yeah. you say like uh, Maleficent and Ursula no
1: no that I mean they're they're on different ones I was just looking at the one from d23.
0: Yeah, because I feel feel like Maleficent is pretty scary, and then, you know, Ursula, when Ursula grew big and, like, was taken down the ship, pretty scary.
1: Yeah. You could also do something with Monsters, Inc.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Oh, Monsters, Inc. thing could be actually really fun. (laughs) If you pretend, like, the movie Monsters, Inc. never happened, and, uh, (laughs) you know, they still are scaring children,
1: you know? Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Actually, though, I think, though, I could tell you that Lots of Hug and Bear... Lazzo could creepy, be uh, yeah. pretty darn yeah. creepy.
0: That's you know what you're right. I that's you know I don't disagree with that. Now I'm reading twas twenty Disney villains ranked. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is this is where I'm and at. Scar.
1: How could we leave Scar out?
0: Yeah, we sure. can't. We can't. Yeah, we got to have Scar in there. Oh, the villain from Mulan is kind of creepy. Hmm. Yeah, All Jafar. Jafar.
1: Far, I agree. Yeah.
0: Corella can be a little scary. Yeah. It, again, I, I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, they, they do like the the kind of mascot versions of them, but if they did like a proper like, like took that character and did how it would be perceived in real life, I think that yeah. could cross over into more scary, but yeah. Did we say Hades? No. I feel like Hades hey. is a good one. Uh I, I don't no? feel the way that Hades is done in
1: Hercules would be
0: you could scary. make him scary though. Like you could I mean, there's some cool stuff you could do to make him scary, I feel like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> alright, alright. So so Bernice is asking about um Adventures by Disney. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm looking at the list for North America just because I was kind of curious. Gosh darn it, some of these prices are crazy expensive. But yeah. Can we do anything with our points against these? Or no? Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, you can use your points for Adventure by Disney, yeah.
1: I mean, there's, there's, there's not, so there's not a ton, right? Again, I'm just looking at North America. We have Montana, New England, winter in Wyoming. I don't know how that's a vacation, but okay.
0: <laughs> <It> sounds miserable.
1: <laughs> sounds cold, man. I don't know yeah, about miserable. It sounds it sounds really cold. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot out there. I don't know. It's just, they all look so very expensive. Like some of these starting at $5,300 a night per adult. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm. what what am i going on here so six times five so thirty thousand dollars to go to wyoming that's yeah, pretty pricey know. it's pretty yeah. pricey no i don't know
0: yeah no I, i've looked at them before and for the same reason have not uh been interested because they're just very expensive and i, I also don't like I, I don't know i feel like we're not the guided tour kind of family you know mm. like i feel like we kind of like to do our thing and you know
1: I mean, it's kind of cool. Like, (laughs) I'm looking at what it is. Like, so, the Wyoming, you go Jackson Hole for two nights. You go Yellowstone for two nights. Brooks Lake for two nights, three nights. So, yeah, I mean, I still don't think for $30,000 that a little white water rafting and – some fishing and archery is going to add up for a vacation I could do on my own. To be honest I'm, with you.
0: What, were you, what were you laughing at, Trevor? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I, I'm looking. There's actually a uh, there's a, a Canadian Rockies Adventures by Disney. It's it's fifty four hundred dollars U uh, S. and it starts in Calgary uh and goes to Banff and Lake Louise and then it also looks like Fairmount Hot Springs. So <laughs> like this is all within about an hour, 2 hour drive from my house. Um yeah. I mean but,
1: food's food's included, right? So Yeah.
0: But it's just funny thinking of paying $5,000 for literally where I live <laughs> and that's and that's not even including the cost for you to get to this place either right like yeah so. well I mean that's easy for me but <laughs> well it's easy for you Yeah, so I'm just saying like if, if Damon or I were going to Wyoming we or you were going to Wyoming we'd have to fly there you yeah. know like so we still and, have that
1: and, and that was a, a starting at like I'm looking at some of these are 5900 depending on the days you go like I mean the itinerary just doesn't look even with the food it just doesn't look like it makes up for that really but I mean, I'd be interested if anyone's gone on one to, to let us know.
0: Yeah, I would be too. I mean, I'm sure some people have. I mean, I'm just looking at this Alaska one that's eight days, seven nights. I mean, it includes a lot. I mean, it's it's you know fifty seven forty nine. It's eight days, seven nights. It's four different hotels. It's four different locations. It's seven breakfasts, four lunches, and five dinners. I don't know what you're supposed to do. The other, I still think a cruise months. is
1: cheaper though, and I'd rather probably do a cruise.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, you're probably not wrong about that. I, I would think a cruise would, would be cheaper about the, than yeah. doing this, so. Eh,
1: yeah, like I, said, I mean, for people with a, a ton of money and they don't know what to do with it. You know, <laughs> it, to be fair, like, I guess, yeah, if, if you were converting some points for this,
0: it, you could, I mean, that's... What's that that's, conversion at? It's not, it's like a cruise. It's not, yeah, Yeah, but, so, you know, it could be relatively cheap. And, you know, I guess I shouldn't laugh about the whole... Um, Calgary tripping because I know, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's it's pretty far
1: for for a lot of but, people. But right, I'm just thinking about that. So if it costs $30,000, right, in theory, I'm probably going to need somewhere like 3,000 points to pay for that.
0: I mean, that's not <laughs> bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 2,500. Yeah, yeah you're going to need a lot of points for that. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of points, man. Maybe uh, you can pay
0: for it uh, with all the money you're going to make from renting out your points for your November. That's true. There you go. <laughs> well, maybe this Canadian Rockies one's more in your ballpark because if it's about fifty-four hundred dollars, then yeah, you're probably talking about, you know, hundred and fifty points kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right, so let's see. Um, well, this is an interesting one. So, what do you prefer, boo bash or not, or Boo bash not so scary, all in kind of one or the merriest Christmas party. I- I'm going to say merriest Christmas party without a doubt. I, I just I like agree. the projections on the castle. I just thought it was more enjoyable. You know, there's, there's something just like a little bit lacking with the Halloween stuff. I don't know what it is. I can't always put my finger on it. But like, it doesn't feel all park encompassing. Even though I know both of them are not all in park encompassing. I just feel like there's more... Pizzazz at the Christmas one that makes me feel more encompassing, even though it's not, I don't know how to put it, but I just feel like it's a little bit more.
0: I agree with you. I think the, the, the Christmas decorations are way more extensive than the Halloween ones. Yeah. Like, cause th- you can find the Christmas decorations, like every, they have decorations everywhere for that. Like for Halloween, yeah. it's, it's almost like they have it up for, you know, well, it's about the same period of time, I guess. Right. It's like two months. But still, it seems like they do less, and they really only do it at Magic Kingdom. So, mm. even thinking about Magic Kingdom, like if if you look at the the Christmas, like uh, Jingle Cruise gets redone. There's stuff done in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Like it does really extend out to further corners of the park. Whereas the the Halloween party is, I mean, they they have the treat trails, but there's really nothing extra done for it. And and I also feel like yeah. Halloween. They do, you know, kind of like we were just talking about with, with the, you know, making the characters scary is that they do hold back. And I feel like it's, I almost feel like it's a conscious decision because they know if they made it, you know, scary, like you get at Universal or anything like that, that it would uh, push people away outside of the, the uh, Halloween party. So I I feel like they, they deliberately hold back on Halloween, but then Christmas is like, they can double down on it because you it's christmas right so yeah christmas is all happy and yeah exactly yeah. there's no yeah you could they could go all out for that i mean i think the i mean there's some scary stuff during halloween right i mean i i think some people would probably find like the headless horseman to be scary right i mean that, yeah but but it's not the same as like the wandering the characters fans. in universal and stuff like that oh right? no 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 i'm not even no 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 it's nowhere near that but yeah. they they embrace it a little bit but you're right they're very careful not to, and and they do consciously stay behind the line right so like because i mean they literally call it mickey's not so scary halloween party right yeah <laughs> they they are literally saying to you it's it's not gonna be scary you can you can bring your kids you know like that's that's the the idea here that's the demographic so um i think this just probably boils down to which holiday you maybe prefer to i mean you know i don't know but I, I i would agree i've never been to either one of these but i would still pick the christmas party so yeah and and you know i i do really like halloween like i have fun with halloween and i mean christmas is is always christmas like it it that's it's kind of a given but yeah in terms of the the parties yeah you know what doing both i i definitely agree that that the christmas party always um like to damon's point that there's just there's a there's a vibe there's something about it that it, it doesn't matter which area of the park you're in you just still feel it and actually it's not even limited to uh to magic kingdom anymore like going going to all of the parks
1: you just feel it more right
0: yeah absolutely
1: all right yeah, i'm no. going to I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to stop you because Club Cool's coming up. We have one more question, and I, I can't miss getting in Club Cool but, talk. And
0: that's know. why I put it right at the very beginning. I needed to make yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but you
1: we're butting up against be- there. We're butting up against there. So we're, we're let's pray. get to this, this last one. So with DVC prices going up on both the resale and direct, what year do you think we'll start seeing twenty forty two resort prices drop? I mean, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I think the other thing is too. Right when you own there, you have the opportunity to extend. Yeah. Yeah. And that's worth something in and of itself.
0: Well, you had the opportunity to extend. They're they're not letting you do it anymore, right? I don't think that's.
1: But they could offer it again. Is the point?
0: I, they could. Well, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do when they get close, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could see them. You know, you know, twenty thirty two. I could see them putting out an offer. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, right? Because mm. I don't really know. Um. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think we have a good answer to this question, but I would think like maybe ten years out. You know, yeah. that it would start getting less, you know, less worth it. I don't know. But that's just a guess, though. I really don't know. Is it, I mean, is it really not worth it even at 10 years? Or, or like, I guess... It's yeah, close, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like. It, but I, I guess it's a matter of what people perceive as not being worth it. Because, you know, if you get, like, 10
1: years worth of vacations, that's still... Yeah, sure. I, I mean, yeah, it... it, it yeah, it's, I, it's, I think it's going to be it's going to be a math thing, right? Like, it's gonna yeah, depend on the price yep. per point and how many points you have and what you plan on doing. It's just I think that you'll you'll see because yeah, I, I think we always talked about, you know, really
0: getting back or not getting back. But, you know, you know, feeling like you've gotten your money's worth after about the five year mark. So I I almost mm. feel like at the five year mark is when, you know, people would really be seriously looking at whether it makes sense or not. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, could be. All right, we're we're moving on. Creation <laughs> right, shop, Club Cool.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, do you, do you want to talk about Club Cool? Just like you do not even care about the creation the creation shop.
1: I mean, creation shop looked okay. I mean, it looked cool, but it's still a shop. Better at than the Mouse end of the Gears. Day. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just based on what we've seen, but I mean, it's still just a store at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's just a store, right? Like, I I think it's funny because there are some people that are like, I I saw a couple of people saying that they wouldn't go back there again because it's not Mouse Gear anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you will. First of all, (laughs) yes, you will. Okay. Second of all, why?
1: (laughs) That's a strange hill to die on.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. It's a store. It's a shop. It's not like (laughs) it's a ride. Like, it's just a shop, man. Yeah, it's just a store. I mean, like,
0: why would you just restrict yourself from not going there just because you want it to still be mouse gear and you want it to be mouse gear forever and ever? (laughs) Like, you know. Are you going to protest
1: outside the store with like a bring back mouse gear sign? Like what? I mean, I would, I would have liked if it stayed mouse gears. I'm not even going to say I wouldn't, but it's still a store. I don't know if I care that much. Uh, And I care about all that nostalgia and I don't think I even care.
0: There's some cool new stuff in this store, though. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I was going to say in six months to a year, everyone will have forgotten about this and be all, you know, Hey, what's the new merch in creation shop? (laughs) Yep. Because that's what happens, right? Like it's, it's the same thing when wishes went away and it got replaced by happily ever after. It was like, Oh, it's the way then happily ever after now going away. And people feel the same thing about that show. You know, it's like you just move on to the next thing that becomes the new, the new thing, right? Becomes the new nostalgia. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. Tom, so, we're, we're we're gonna let the ad go in here. I feel like.
0: Wait, I thought we were gonna talk about Club Cool. It,
1: no, no, and then we're gonna talk about Club Cool. Oh, you want? Okay, you want to do the ad and then talk? About I Club need cool? I, I need to be free of the ad to really kay. flex my wings on Club. Okay, cool. we we can do the ad first.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. I'll go ahead and do this. Do this. And, uh, you know, we talked about this earlier and, uh, Damon's going to check this out now. Um, but th- this ad is for DVC rental store, the DVC rental store, a world of DVC company offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at a premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCrentalStore.com or call one 855 Rent. That's 1-855-382-7368 and let them know the Welcome Home sent you. Okay, now we can talk Club Cool.
1: The <laughs> I So, I, I looked at this list, right? So, Club Cool is now open, right? So, let's see what the limitations are. So, currently, only one party is allowed per drink machine. Okay, understandable. Yeah. Right? If Tom could spell, you know, it would have said party instead of part, but <laughs> okay. Still at no cost, which I'm surprised about, which is okay. That's good, good, good. And then our flavors. But there's missing flavors from the original, right? But like,
0: they well, that's they they did new flavors now though. Like, yeah, they, they, I, I like that, they like that out. though.
1: I don't like that though. There were some good flavors in there that I'm I'm kind of upset about. But
0: I know, but some of these look really good though. Like I'm kind of psyched to try. these. Yeah, it's I
1: get that. Fresh the, now. We have, It's fresh,
0: Damon. <laughs> Well,
1: well, well, Beverly's still back, which I guess is good. You gotta have Beverly. It's a rite yeah. of passage. So yes, yeah. And, and I'm looking at the rest of this list, and I mean, royal watermelon. Okay. A plum flavored soda. Okay. And the raspberry soda. Okay. I'm like interested in those, but the sprite cucumber is the one that sounds like that's interesting.
0: That sounds good to me, right? Yeah. The one that's, that's jumped out to me. I was like, absolutely.
1: Sprite cucumber cucumber. sounds Sounds interesting. I'm just, the the thing is, it's, it's a different experience. I have to feel like I, I know that people have gone like, so how many people are they allowing in? It looked like there was a line outside. Yeah. So are they only allowing in certain parties and like, are you going drinking them all and then, you know, leaving like, yeah. or are people just going to sit and monopolize and just like drink three gallons of soda? Like, well, I just, because <laughs> right? that really didn't happen too much at the other one because you were kind of being um, not forcefully herded, but kind of forcefully herded by other people. Yeah. Cause there somebody the standing there waiting for you to yeah. move. Yeah. So. And again, for some people, not even standing there waiting, but pushing through you to get to, you know, what they want. So th- there is a little bit of that. So I just wonder how that will, you know, kind of happen. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm nostalgically missing some of my flavors, but I love watermelon. I could get on board the sprite cucumber is good. Raspberry. I like raspberry. I don't know what, about that one, but
0: what about the, the
1: bonbon? Uh... And
0: glace, a tropical fruit drink, um, and then the Dominican Republic one sounds kind of good too. They're both tropical fruit drinks, but
1: I'm just I'm in mi- for I'm tropical mi- fruit drinks. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm missing the old flavors a little bit. I'll be honest. the The, the Dominican Republic one almost sounds
0: like a, a cream soda too, which does. if yeah. if done right, you know, is definitely could be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and I will say this. So I, I, um, so plum was something that wasn't on my radar for a long time. And then I actually got some snacks from Japan that were plum flavored
1: and sour plum is actually really good. So I could, I could see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the old list now and now being very Preparing. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: don't know, though. Some of these might be your new the, favorites.
1: The Smart Watermelon was really good. And the Fanta Pineapple. I'm going to miss you, Fanta Pineapple. or Yeah, the Fanta, Fanta melon Pineapple was good. Yeah, the Fanta Melon Frosty. Bebo, oh, melon though. Frosty, so yeah. so yeah. Bebo was like... The funniest thing to say, as well as the best, one of the best drinks, like we all are going to miss Bebo. Like, cause I think my kids called my daughter Bebo for like the whole rest of the trip. So like, <laughs> I think that one's going to be tough to miss out on. Be- Bebo is, is, is the one that I'm a little, little upset about.
0: I mean, I get it. I I just I kind of like that they ref- refreshed the flavor lineup and did something completely new. You know, it's except for Beverly. Of course, I never for a moment doubted they were going to get rid of Beverly. I mean, I knew they were going to keep Beverly.
1: I just I, I think like I'm going to have to, you know. And the thing is, changing the flavors also does make the Coca Cola store at Disney Springs a little bit different now because sure. it seems like that will probably have most of the old flavors. I would think it seems yeah, like Bebo- they have all the there. flavors. I think, yeah. Yeah. And the, the Inca Cola was also kind of good. Yeah. I like that was the bubblegummy flavored one. I like that one as well. I'm a little disappointed seeing this list, but as long as I can go and, you know, pay $80 for them over at, you know, Disney Springs, I guess that's kind of. You got to do a it. flight.
0: You go do a flight yeah. over at, uh, yeah. Now,
1: yeah. Now, I um, guess,
0: do you suppose yeah. that the, maybe they'll actually look at cycling out the flavors? That would be cool if they did. I, I, I kind of always wish they did that, you know, like kind of no. change them up every couple months. No, that uh,
1: no, I don't think so. It Let them stay there for a few years.
0: D- okay, okay. So like well, every couple of years they can recycle them is what you're saying? like every
1: like seven years. Let's go to seven to ten years. You can <laughs> recycle <them>.
0: every <laughs> seven years. <laughs> Such a random number. Go ahead, Trevor. I,
1: I was just laughing at seven years.
0: Like, <laughs> such a specific well, number. Well, because, no, no, no. Because
1: yeah. you have the you know the seven year itch, right? Like, so sure. we take it to that, right? To the whole marriage thing. So seven years. I think that's perfect. Makes I, sense. Now, now it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's Maybe. true. Kind of sort of. Now-
0: I had to laugh because when I first saw the pictures of like the new flavors, all I saw was Sprite on one of them. I was like, wait a second. No way that they're just offering straight up Sprite as as an option, right? (laughs) Not realizing that it was a special. And then I saw that there was like a little picture of cucumbers in there and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's different. And then, you know, read the description, of course, but it just sounds so odd, but also sounds good. I just don't.
1: Yeah. I'd be down with that. Refreshing. I I want to try all these.
0: I'm. I'm all about the sour watermelon, too. I definitely want yeah. to try that.
1: S- sour drinks
0: are really good, I found. Yeah. And the Dominican Republic one sounds really good, too. Um, yeah. yeah. No so Bebo, I- though. No Bebo. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that. You haven't tried it yet.
1: It we- does have a cool name, so it can't be Bebo.
0: <laughs> Maybe we need to get that. You know how they had, like, Bring Back Beverly as a shirt? We need Bring to have, like, Bebo? It's No Bebo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had some graphic design skills so we could yeah. sell these things in, in our store. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's really funny. All
1: right. Um, so the next big thing is the the rise of the resistance, pausing virtual cues. So, so here's my first question. Yeah. You know, again, cause we are, I think that's self explanatory. Usually we get a Tom monologue about what that's all about. It seems pretty self explanatory, yeah, but yeah. is, is there going to be, uh, so, When this unpausing happens, do we think that there's going to be a standby, virtual queue, and lightning pass, or is it just standby lightning pass?
0: I think it's virtual queue or standby. Like, I don't think there's three. I think it's just virtual. Because they only have two lines built, right? So, uh, Okay,
1: hold on. So it can't be virtual. There's going to be a lightning pass, though. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have the Lightning Pass lane built, right? Like, so so, so, so
1: what like- I'm saying is is that once we come back from this and, and that's all Genie Plus and you can pay to get on, like, is there going to still be a virtual queue, or is it going to be standby, standby. Lightning Pass only?
0: Standby or Lightning Pass only, I think, is
1: what Yeah, the, the boarding groups I but, think are gone for now. But but the- so so has that been specifically said? Because again, we don't have that pricing for you know the Lightning Pass yet. So is that a definitive, or is that just what we're assuming?
0: Well, there, because they're they say in the announcement basically that there's just going to be the standby line and then the lightning lane, like right. That's, um, let me see here.
1: Uh, again, I was just curious. I think it would be great if there was a, a standby, a boarding group again. You know where it's a virtual queue, but. Even less of a number, so you can be mad about it, but you have other options. So, but so you, you still, still get a get chance lucky. to get a boarding group yes. just to just to seal
0: a chance of getting on there, but you're not paying for Lightning Lane, and you're also not standing. Yeah, in line a, for Like
1: when you say numbers. it like that, Trevor, it makes me think it's not going to happen. But man, that would be kind of nice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think it's. Uh, The way that I'm reading this is that the, the boarding groups were entirely, or that, that is, it's either standby or boarding groups. And I think the boarding groups is when they get closer to really busy times of the year. Like I wouldn't be surprised if closer to Christmas, you see it suddenly ramp back up or over the summer, you know, they may go back to it, but, um, yeah. What do you think that would look like then? You think they would just take away standby? I I think they would, but but then, then the question comes is how do you, how do you do that for, you know, cause, cause like if I had planned a trip and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to go line up for, for Mm -hmm. rise, you know, why you would just say I'm going to line up is that's a whole other discussion but well no i thought i thought about this too trevor because i i was like okay so because they very specifically use the term pause right and if you're using the term pause you're saying you're going to bring it back at some point right they're leaving it open for themselves is what they're doing exactly it, they know full well that that there's going to be points where they need to do it but then like i said that the question comes in like i know that that the boarding group has done day by day so you had to like plan for your day yeah. but but it's the difference between you know planning to be at the park early versus making sure that I I get up and I get my boarding group like like that. It it almost reinstates the panic that there was when the boarding groups first started where people were like, you know, freaking out because they were, I mean, even up until now they were disappearing almost instantly, but people kind of figured out the system. Right. So, well, I think, I think they have to go one or two ways here. Right. So like, if they're gonna reinstitute it, they either need to have like one of those push notifications they do with the app ahead of time. But again, mm-hmm. you're not gonna catch everybody, right? So even if you do like a push notification like the day before, hey, starting tomorrow, you gotta do virtual queue. Or the other thought is maybe they go where they have to walk up to the attraction. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, and like geez.
0: to get into the virtual queue, you walk up to the attraction and push a button or whatever, scan a QR code, whatever it is, and then you get into the virtual queue cuz that way you eliminate the whole s- problem with the standby line, right? You don't need to notify anybody. People could just walk up like, "Oh, I'm going to go on the standby line." And they're like, "Wait a second. No, you scan this thing and you get in the virtual queue and come back at this time." You know so, what I mean? Like that's the only thing I'm thinking. But so this I've experienced something like or well, it's basically how the fast passes worked for Radiator Springs Racers in California Adventure what that turned into was uh at rope drop you literally had so you had everybody else that was going to other parts of the of the park and then there was it was a line like they actually formed a line for Radiator Springs Racers fast pass everybody flooded the fast pass kiosks got their fast passes and then dissipated wherever else but it, it's that's what would happen here is that you would you would end up with a rush of people it's basically the same thing that was happening with the the boarding passes, that you know everyone would be rushing to get there and get yeah. into the queue, and that becomes a again it's it's a queue management nightmare because sure people are sorry people get stupid when there's you know they 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 when they get tunnel visioned on you know I got to go get my my boarding pass right like I I well, don't I don't see them doing that because it's well, just. It's a bad unless, <laughs> unless you just have to be in the general vicinity of the ride and there's not like a specific kiosk you need to go to. You know what I mean? Right. But then like, but then it's still uh, it's still that initial rush of getting to. Oh, yeah. Like it. But you're going to have it that with the standby the line anyway, though. Yeah. You're going to have that with the standby line. Right. You're going to have. Yeah. They're going to have to walk people over every morning like they do with with Toy Story. But at least with the standby queue is, I I know that it it bleeds out outside of the queue, but you can at least contain people to the queue. Whereas sure, yeah. Whereas you know, getting telling people they have to go somewhere to get the virtual queue, it's. I mean, it it would be easier for them to just turn it back on the way that they're doing now and say, hey, you just you know, starting at seven o'clock in the morning, you can book it, and you don't have to necessarily be you know anywhere near the ride but yeah it's it again there's a whole bunch of logistics around do they warn people do they not if they don't you know you're you're gonna obviously make a a subsection of people annoyed because they didn't know that they had to to do that but i I mean maybe they're willing to sacrifice that if they know that it's busy enough that the ride's at capacity anyway yeah this is a whole interesting thing for a couple reasons right like I find it interesting because they just made some changes to the virtual queue process like a week ago, which makes me feel like this decision was not something they planned for a while, right? Like, mm-hmm. it feels like almost... I don't want to say last minute, but but I also like look at it, too, where I've seen a lot of people taking what you could call the cynical uh, view, but it probably is the correct view that they're doing this to push more people into paying the one-time price, right? Which... I don't necessarily think it's wrong that they're, that they're probably are doing it for that reason. Yeah. Um, but I also think we're at a point now. I never thought that this was going to be permanent. Right. Like, I, I never thought the virtual cube would be permanent. I thought, you know, they instituted originally because it was a brand new ride. The most complicated ride they've ever built. It was going to be prone to breakdowns. And it was going to be extraordinarily popular, right? So I think they've gotten to a point now where it runs pretty reliably. It can move a lot of people through. And the only reason I'm not taking necessarily the cynical view on this is because the past couple weeks, I have seen so many reports of the virtual queue not filling up every day, right? Like, there's been a lot of reports lately of the virtual queue still being available all the way to the end of the day right? So that tells me that they don't necessarily need the virtual queue anymore if it's still not, if it's not filling up and it hasn't been for a couple of months now. So maybe they just have gotten to a good point operationally and uptime wise where they can keep it up. But also, again, I do think part of it is trying to push people into paying the price. But um, I, I just think they're at a point now where they are, they don't necessarily need the virtual queue anymore to manage that ride load and manage the, you know, the breakdowns and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah you that that's a fair point and and I was also going to say that you know they learned their lessons from flight of passage that yeah y- you know you know that's why they did the virtual queue in the first place and, and yeah it was exactly the same thing is that it flight of passage has eventually gotten to a point where you don't have it's the queue is not outside of the land and and you know almost back to the park entrance so Th- this is hitting the same thing. Is it, you know eventually it does calm down and eventually the the ride would hit a point where standby is manageable. And yeah, I, I I didn't really think about this too much, but you're right. Is there there may be a little bit of conditioning here so that people don't look at rise of the resistance and go, well, why would I pay for Lightning Lane when I can just get into the virtual queue and yeah, you know, I just wait for it anyway. Like why would I pay extra for this if you if you force the standby queue? You know, there is definitely an incentive there for people to say, hey, I want to pay for this because I don't want to stand in line for two and a half hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing here, right? And I, it's inter- this is a very interesting situation, right? Because there are a lot of people that love the virtual queue and there's a lot of people that hated it with a passion, right? Like. For me, I liked it because I could just once I got in it for the day, I didn't have to worry about it anymore. You know, I didn't have to wait in a super long line. I got called when it was time. It to me, it was extraordinarily convenient. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I felt about it. But I know there was a lot of people that didn't feel that way and really hated it. Like, and you know, I I, I know for example, my sister was happy to see it gone because the last time she went, she was like this. Trying to get a spot on this uh, on this uh, virtual queue is going to give me a panic attack. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and I get that. Like, I get it. If you're there for one day only and then they're gone in a minute and you don't get to go on it, that stinks, right? But I also don't want to wait in line for one ride for an entire day either, you know? Yeah. So I, it's I, it's a weird situation. I yeah, guess. I'm I'm with you there. That you know, it's and again, it's it's hard. This is why I do keep talking to my brother about these things because he is in that position where he doesn't go to Disney the same way that I do or yeah. not regularly. But you know, you know, for him, he makes the point of, you know, as somebody who doesn't go very often, yeah, there, there is incentive to pay for getting on these rides so you don't miss them. But you know, from my point of view, it's, I agree with you, Tom, that things like virtual queue do make sense because It's convenient you know if you know i get in the line and and wait until my turn and that's it i would i would rather that over standing in any line like i I would personally love to not have to stand in line for anything but i also know that's not feasible but i'm also at a point too where i'm willing to say hey you know on this trip if if i'm going during a busier time and the line for rise of the resistance is always an hour and a half plus I'm just not riding Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's it's interesting too because I like I always hear people too is like oh well they should have made it at, like higher capacity or something. It's it's actually one of the higher capacity rides that Disney has. Believe it or not, you know, like it's it's about on par. Like and they, there's they, still a physical limitation on like you yes. can't just like. Funnel 5,000 people into a room and <laughs> put them on exactly. a ride. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, the estimates are 1,300 to 1,700 uh, per hour, which is, you know, on par with things like Rock and Roller Coaster and, you know, Star Tours and, uh, you know, I- I Toy Story. Like these are all, you know, kind of, actually, Flight of Passage too, because Flight of Passage, you know, you would think is huge capacity, which it is. I mean, th- these are big capacity rides, but, um, you know even like even like let's see I, I just have a a whole website here of all the capacities, <laughs> like you know it, like sword is like two thousand right, so like it's they're all around the same and and you know except for like the omni mover rides, which are specifically meant to move a huge amount of people you know at, at once, like uh you know haunted mansion can move a ton of people, you know <laughs> like yeah, um. And, and and so you know it's it's a pretty high capacity ride considering the ride system and everything that's that goes into it. So it's just too popular. That's the problem. I mean, that's just the problem, right? It's very popular. So there's only so much you can do. But um, the the whole thing I think is is interesting. I, I I'm a little surprised they're doing it now. But again, I I also do think that there's some like like we're saying here. I do think that there is some uh, evidence to say to say yeah that of course they're wanting to push people into paying right. Like of course they're doing that, <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I, and I think you know the, the the timing of it. You think, wow, they're doing this really close to the fiftieth. And actually, if you think about it, yeah, that's exactly why they're doing it is because yeah. it is close to the fiftieth, and they know that that you know Magic Kingdom is going to be busier right now, but Hollywood Studios is going to ramp up too, and this is going to prove the point to people. You know, when they say, hey, we've taken away the virtual queue, you can just stand by, and people. I guarantee you you're going to hear you know you're going to hear people going oh you know i walked by there and it was you know two hour wait this is ridiculous i'm not doing this and so it'll go right back to you know kind of the same complaints people had about not being able to get a boarding group is that you're going to hear people complaining about the standby queue and then when they launch lightning lane all of a sudden it's going to be hey we you know we can skip the line and and people aren't going to be vocal about it. You know, people don't want to necessarily admit that they're, they're paying to skip the line, but people will do it. And I I think Disney is banking on that. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I I think some people will do it, right? Like, but I, I think more people will choose standby than I mean, a lot. Correct. I mean, I mean, you're right. Because you wouldn't have a two hour standby line unless the majority of people are making the decision to stand in line. But You know, Disney also knows that there's going to be that subsection of people that, you know, you know, for as much as people are vocal about, you know, this line is too long or I don't want to do this, there's plenty of people that will pay, you know, that, that pay for that next level experience or pay for that, uh, you know, you know, even, uh, dessert parties were always a good example where people are like, well, that's really expensive. You know, why would anybody do that just to watch the fireworks? And yet, you know, I paid for dessert parties and they were never. They yeah. were never not busy. Like there's obviously yeah. a lot of people that will pay for this stuff. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the after hours parties are another example. Everybody was like, "Oh, the price," and then they sold out. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's 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 people are willing to pay for these things, and that's why Disney's going to keep charging for them because they're going to keep charging whatever they can for them, and if as long as people keep paying keep paying for them, they're going to keep doing them. Like that's that's just how it's gonna be, right? Like that's yep. what you do as a business, right? So, um, but yeah, I I think this whole thing is interesting. I, I like I said, I'm sad to see it go. Uh, I I am sad to see it go because I I like the convenience of it, but I also never thought that it was gonna last forever. Um, I'm trying to think though in my mind, what's the number for me, right? Like, so is it an hour and you know an hour wait and the cost is ten bucks to skip the line? Do I do it? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. I, I don't know what the what my math is on this. And I may maybe I, just be at the time when I see it, but I'll never spend more than an hour standing in line for any ride. I agree. Even even forty five minutes is pushing it for me sometimes. But at that point though, if it's if it's an hour wait and you really want to go on Rise of the Resistance, are you gonna pay for it? what's your line yes. of what you would pay for? Yeah. hmm First go around there's really not any line there because for, for me, it's also, I'm only paying for myself and my son because uh, my wife won't ride it. She can't, she can't do rides that or she has motion sickness issues. So, so that's not, you know, so it's just me and my son. So there's really no price point yeah. there. That's going to turn me away, at least for the first ride, second or third ride. I may just decide not to do it. Like it, but, yeah, but, yeah, it, but yeah. it depends. Like it, it, I think it's not a matter of what the price point is. I think it matters more about what kind of mood I'm in at the time. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it's going to be, I, and I feel like they're probably wanting, th- this is what they're wanting. They're wanting the impulse buy, right? It's, it's an impulse buy kind of item. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like when you're at the gas station or you're like, you know what? I am going to buy a Snickers cause it's right there in front of me. Like, <laughs> it's, I feel like it's kind of going to be similar. You're just going to be standing there like, man, I really want to go on this ride right now. It's an hour and a half wait and it's going to cost me 10 bucks.
1: Yeah. Well, let's do and
0: it. you know what and, I mean? <laughs> and yeah, that, that is again, back to, you know, like my brother's scenario, you know, you're, this is the only time you're here. There's a fear of missing out element to it. And, and it, people are definitely going to look at it in the moment and go, well, you know, I can either spend half of my day here or there's other things I want to do. So fine, I'll pay the, you know, 30, $40, whatever it turns out to be for your family, get it done. And then, you know, that, and then they'll probably never do it again. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's, I think it's, it comes down to what is the dollar value you place on your time. Right, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's what it comes down to, right? <laughs> it's it's what is the value you place on that time, right? And do do you want to spend you know a quarter of your day waiting in line for one ride? I don't know. Is it worth it at that point? I I don't know. It, it's it's really going to be up to everybody, right? But I I do think it's I, you know it's not necessarily I I think it's worth it to pay for this ride. It's such a great ride and such, I mean, it's an experience. You're talking about an 18 minute experience, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can't even find rides that are that long anywhere, you know? So it's just, just the idea of that. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's worth it for the, for whatever cost it's going to be. I don't, I think they said in the initial announcement, I don't think it's going to be any more than 20 bucks, but you know, who knows? Well, I mean, search pricing, <laughs> you know, whatever, but yeah, exactly. I, I, it'll, the price will be what it'll be in the moment. Exactly. So. so, but I, I mean, and they built a gigantic queue line for this, right? So, I mean, even when you're, you're doing the virtual queue and you walk through the, the queue line, it's just like, it is a huge queue line and super detailed though too like it's almost part of the experience it, it, you know we talked about this i think with flight of passage before where it's like kind of a bummer when you are fast passing you know flight of passage cuz you miss like all of the cool queue that they have there you know like mm-hmm. the same the thing queue with is smuggler's run is there yeah. like leading into smuggler's run there's you hear you know dialogue stuff you're kind of yeah you're looking at things and and all that so yeah skipping that for for a fast pass you're right it the you know they did design the queue with the intent of people standing in the queue and that does factor into the choice is you know maybe i'll do it once just but uh, again the threshold is if if it's going to be two hours plus no definitely not (laughs) yeah exactly all right so i wonder if we talked about that enough yeah (laughs) I think Damon's already left at this point because we we, are, le- we did lose Damon, yeah, yeah, we did. I I really tried to put all the stuff within what I thought his time period would be that he'd be interested in. So you know, I've been trying to do that because we listen. We have li- we have Damon for limited amounts of time. He's very very busy right now with kids. He's explained it on the show before, but um, you know, we d- we uh, you know, we appreciate that that we're able to get this this hour of time. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I mean, tough. and really, you know, we, I know we said a long time ago that we were going to keep this to an hour and that's never happened, but yeah, it is. What happened it in is. the very beginning, though, didn't it? <laughs> it did, yeah. We, when we first made this change, but uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's our show, we can talk as long as we want. Yeah, we can do whatever we want, right? Yeah. It's, so there's no like limitations to this for us. I mean, we, we can really literally talk however, however long we want to. So, we do. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, all right. Um, let's uh, talk about some restaurants, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of food stuff, uh, and I put all the food stuff at the end. So much food stuff that came up this week. Uh, the biggest one, well, not the biggest one, but one of the bigger ones is Steakhouse 71, mm-hmm. which will be opening. What date? October 1st. <laughs> like everything else. Shocking. Yeah, shocker. Um, it looks really nice. Uh, I, there, I, you know, I, I read that they were doing like a 70s vibe, which is. You know, it makes sense, obviously, because <laughs> 71, uh, you know, refers to the, the date that the resort was open. right? Yeah, and it, so. it's very much a, a this is a steakhouse menu like this. This takes yeah. me back to like, I mean, I grew up in the 80s, but, you know, and I mean, steakhouses are still a thing around here for sure. But, yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's just something about <laughs> getting uh getting steak with um like Yorkshire pudding and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's very much like you can kind of like customize your meal too, right? So yeah, um, and I, I you know, I, I, I've talked about this before. I don't, I'm not really a red meat eater, right? So, <laughs> but I will definitely have it when when uh when I want, you know, when when I'm at a nice place. Every once in a while, it's okay. Like I'll I'll go for yeah. a prime rib every now and then, but yeah, it's it's not all the time. Yeah, it's just not my favorite thing. I, I just I, I'm not a big meat eater, so I, I you know I. Well, I would have it though, but I mean, this stuff looks good though. I, I'm just looking at some of the entrees and the uh, and you know they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner here too. So, mm-hmm. and uh, they one of the things that looks like they kept from the wave was the uh, the bacon and eggs. I think that was one of the things that everybody used to talk about was the bacon and eggs. I never went to the wave. I don't know if you ever did, but I I never, I, actually I went. never got a chance either. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'd always heard about the the bacon and eggs. So I think it's I think it's the same. Someone can correct us though. I I could be wrong. Um but you know breakfast menu looks good. I noticed this menu has no prices on it. <laughs> Did you noticed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it has it on the on the actual website, but it's funny on the park's blog they they didn't include any prices, but um let's see here. Oh, they got the uh the the cake, the uh, 15-layer whiskey infused chocolate cake, mm-hmm. chocolate mousse and uh raspberries, one layer for every flora contemporary. So that's, oh, that's, cool. that's okay. Yeah, see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at sides. So you do your entree, and then you get one side and one sauce, which is kind of nice. Garlic mashed potatoes, or gratin potato potatoes, macaroni and cheese, cream spinach, seared. I see, like I'd want like garlic mashed potatoes, or gratin potatoes, and mac and cheese. Like there's, <laughs> I'd want all three of those. <laughs> see that that red wine glazed mushrooms would be that would that's what i would want but yeah like the prime rib and yorkshire pudding would be my pick too yeah yeah and nice. ooh, whipped horseradish cream oh yeah. that would be ooh. good no uh, no no i'm out on that <laughs> you, you don't you don't do horseradish no i don't do horseradish no oh, I, lo- I love horseradish it's really yeah yeah, it's... yeah i'm not a horseradish fan Prime rib with horseradish so good <laughs> <laughs> they also have like a little lounge too with like some like lounge food. So like the crab cakes, loaded Mac and cheese with mm-hmm. uh bacon and jalapenos, peanut butter and jelly wings. Not a thing that I would think would be good, but maybe it is. I uh, don't know. They look know, good. I-, I feel like, you know, it, that kind of stuff is very hit and miss. Like I-, I get, they're trying to make something that stands out, but sometimes it feels like they go too far just experimenting and yeah I, it, it seems I like a you. novelty right a little bit yeah yeah i do have to say too they have a burger and i i don't again i don't eat burgers i don't eat red meat but that burger looks fantastic <laughs> there's uh there's a couple of different burgers isn't there there yeah i mean yeah that you're right that one it looks low. it looks but yeah it looks amazing i thought they right? did like a chicken one as well or did, oh, it, did they I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think i saw that one or maybe that was on the lunch menu i'm just looking at the picture Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the the, the first picture, the, or well, not the first picture, but the first food picture that's on here of that burger. It just looks, I don't even know what's on it. I, I, I should look at what's on it because it looks amazing. That's the stack burger. Uh, signature cheese, blend of beef, lemon cheese, yeah. Yeah, lemonade, yeah, red onion, house-made pickles on a brioche bun. Yeah. And <laughs> as much as I can't eat cheese, uh, the gourmet grilled cheese looks appetizing too I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't eat it but yeah it uh gruyere smoked gouda shredded pork belly caramelized onions and arugula so it's Ooh, okay. yeah that sounds pretty good yeah yeah this is a lot of good looking stuff on this menu i have to say you know you know what i like about this is like i know the wave was definitely a good restaurant and and i i like the fact that you know this is the contemporary resort, and, and this menu is, you know, it feels very contemporary, right? Like like it, it does fit the the theme of it feels the resort. Very themed, yeah. yeah it, you, it, it, it's yeah. themed in that you know it's it, it it definitely looks like you know a nice steakhouse. It 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 it's all very um, yeah, like like what you would expect going to a place named the contemporary resort. <laughs> well, I also yeah. do like I like all of the little references in here too, right? So like yeah. for for example, like they have uh they have like a cocktail that's inspired by the Florida wetlands. They have a lily pad garnish on one of them in, in honor of lily, Dis- uh, lily and Disney, right? They have uh like, they have a, f- a Disney family of wines, which is a collection of wines with personal conne- collect, uh, blah, personal connection to the Disney name, which is cool. I mean, it's just uh, some interesting little things that they did in this restaurant that are, are kind of neat references, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, and, and even the, some of the menu items, like one of the breakfast items is Walt's... Uh, Walt's Hash. Walt's, uh, hash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prime Rib <laughs> Hash, yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that is kind of cool. I like yeah. it. So this is a place that I might check out now. Like I I hadn't planned to check it out when it was the wave, even though you know I feel like the wave is one of those places that had its fans, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like there were some people that were really big fans of the wave, but it wasn't a place where everyone was like, "Oh, you have to go there." You know what I mean? Yeah. There were just people that were into it, and you know you could go anytime and and check it out. But it's it wasn't a place that was like a hard to get reservation. You know yeah the, and and like I said I, I think that this is kind of better realigning it with the with the contemporary and yeah, you know giving people some reasons to go and and maybe try it out because of the fact that it's no longer the wave right yeah exactly. <laughs> It's exactly. dumb. Like it, I know it sounds silly to say. Well, because it's not the wave, that's the reason to check it out. But I think it's that it's just more bringing it back into you know, hey, this is you know, the contemporary has some you know, some fine dining in it. Yeah, right. Which people may yeah. have overlooked before. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Honestly, the wave like always kind. of, I don't, I'm not going to say it felt out of place in the contemporary, but this just feels like it fits more in the contemporary than the- to, to me. The wave sounded more like a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind like, of was right. Yeah. It was like, like, a, it, like yeah. I, I never wanted to go there because it was like, well, I'm not, you know, I want to go have a meal. But if this is like a bar, I don't necessarily want to go here with my family. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I also just know it said subtle sightings of the beloved orange bird and citrus groves. <laughs> so like the orange bird is like mm-hmm. apparently built into the the decor here, which is kind of cool, too. It's it's just I, it's just a neat idea, and I, I think the menu came out better than most people thought, and uh, and it looks really good. I think a lot of people are into this, so, yeah. so maybe I'll check it out. But first you need space to go 220. to space two twenty. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I'm, uh, if you're listening to this right now, I have already woken up at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning to, uh, to book, uh, this because reservations are available September 20th. That's when this episode comes out. Uh, so I've already got my alarm set up early. I mean, I'm still anticipating not getting it, especially since I'm booking for six people. Uh, I also want to mention too, that I have not consulted with the six people, with the five other people, I guess four other people. My wife knows that I'm going with that I'm doing this. I'm literally just going to book this and be like, "You can come if you want. If you don't want to, I'll just take you off." That's, but we're going. That's the best way to do it, right? That's Honestly, what I'm saying. Yeah. Even yeah, <laughs> just yeah, get I'm it like, done, and then you know, anyone yeah. that doesn't care, fine, you know. But get you, we'll get take you off him. the reservation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. I'm getting this done. This is happening, right? Yeah. Now the problem I have here, right? I think I'm going to do lunch only because I'm only at Epcot for one day. I want to do food and wine stuff, right? So, like, I don't want to, I, I want to, you know, eat around the world for the rest of the day. So, I don't want to fill up just on stuff from Space 220. And I, I guess, the, so the the only difference between lunch and dinner is that dinner comes with a dessert, right? Yeah, that seems to be the difference, yeah. And it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because you're not paying for for the dessert. Which yeah. for so for the three desserts, it's the lemon mousse, sticky toffee pudding cake, and chocolate cheesecake. No, there's no tang anything on here. I'm a little disappointed. There's a tang drink. There's a tang oh, okay. Drink. All right. Okay. Fine. Fair. Um, wait. Here it is. Uh, let's see. There's one called the Big Tang, and it's served with astronaut ice cream. I have to say. We predicted this back when this restaurant first got uh you know we pre- we predict things all the time and are wrong all the time <laughs> but we said there's going to be astronaut ice cream and tang involved in this restaurant. Yeah. And sure enough there are, are several things uh there's this big tang drink that uh does have tang in it and also uh astronaut ice cream. I got to find the full menu cuz this article oh here it is. Okay. Cuz we can read what what that actually is what, Yeah, this, in that drink. Th- this is an alcoholic drink by the way. So yes. so under th- under the atmospheric spirits is what they're called. Oh, I got them. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Stargarita, the Atmos Spritz, the Big Tang, Planetary Punch, and Celestial Cosmopolitan. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. This is uh, the Big Tang is, uh, what is it, Avion Silver. I'm not so bad with uh, alcohol because I don't drink Grand Marnier, Tang infused agave nectar. That's interesting. <laughs> and then grapefruit strawberry served with astronaut ice cream. That's, that's, that one is, mm. it's got all the astronauty stuff right in there. <laughs> see, I, w- I would want a non-alcoholic version of that personally, but I mean, maybe you can, maybe they can make it non-alcoholic. Uh, let's see here. Zero proof. Okay, they have they have non alcoholic ones. Yeah, that, that's the thing happening. is they they do offer non alcoholic drinks, but that's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe they can maybe they can they can do something for you, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. I, I I expected it to be in food somewhere, but it's not in any of the food. But yeah, I, but you know, it's interesting though because I I saw people saying that they thought this place was pricey. And listen, it's a mm-hmm. it's a prefix menu, right? So you you pay one price, and for lunch it's fifty five, and for dinner it's uh what sixty five or let me let me pull up dinner It's seventy nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So. So that but, that's an expensive dessert. Well, does <laughs> does uh, does uh, dinner right. also include a drink? Like uh a oh yeah I drink? guess yeah I guess not. Um. I don't know. Does it? It doesn't actually say what's included, does it? <laughs> Let me find it here. Uh, it's got to be in there somewhere. But um, if it includes an alcoholic drink, it's not bad. But I'm just looking at these prices and I'm like, these are not that more than, you know, a character dining price. And you're doing it. This is a unique dining experience, right? So, you know, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm not I don't I don't think that this price is all that outrageous, personally. Yeah. And I mean, looking at, yeah, the, the kind of stuff on the menu. So, it, like, it's it's calamari, uh, salmon, steak, tuna, like, like, yeah, it's not, it's nothing. I mean, you can get a burger still if you really want, but I mean, I guess for me, I wouldn't, you know, with all these other options, the burgers, the last on the list for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it it is definitely meant to be, you know, you know, nicer dining and also with the atmosphere and everything is, yeah, you're, you're paying for an experience, not just, uh, you exactly. know, like a sit-down meal, right? Well, and that's how I look at it too, right? So like I say, it's not expensive. It's expensive, you know, for a, a meal in general, right? Like that's, a, but yeah. it's by Disney standards, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, the, you know, This is a, like, for me, Um, you know, we kind of look at over a trip, we'll either, you know, do one or two, like kind of expensive sit-downs, or it, it'll be like, okay, we're going to one place that, is like a really nice experience. And then the rest of the time is quick serve. Like the, the, to me, this would be like, yeah, you know, we're going to, we're going to go here. This, this will be the one big meal that we have. And then the rest of the time it's quick serve or, you know, yeah. whatever. Right. So, Exactly. Like I, yeah. I I'm not going you know, I don't go to Chef Mickey's and pay the price I pay at Chef Mickey's and go, oh wow, this is fantastic food. Like it's I'm yeah. there for the experience. And this place is the ultimate experience in my mind, right? Like this this has gotta be the most I, I can't think of any more heavily themed place than this one. You know? Like I just can't think of anything that they've done that's more involved. You know, just with the elevator well, and the screens and it's just so, so over the top. You know? so, so here, here's an interesting thought exercise that I just realized is that you have, so you actually have three different experiences within Epcot. So you have the land or you have garden yeah. grill, which is in the land and, it, and that kind of experience with the rotating restaurant. You have the, the restaurant at the living seas, which the name is totally escaping me right now. Um, uh, Coral reef. Coral reef. Yeah. So, so that's, so you have land, sea, and now you have space, space. as an yeah. experience, right? That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think that's you know that's awesome. I mean, I I love the fact that they they have it like that. I'm sure, I don't know if they purposely did that, but <laughs> I want to believe they did. I want to believe they did too. <laughs> it, but it, it so seems it seems very uh, it yeah. seems intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So what's jumping out to you on this menu that you're interested in? Like, um, I, I'm curious. I, there's no pictures of it, but I want to see what that blue moon cauliflower is. Yeah, that sounds interesting, right? And then um, I would, I mean, the, the big things that stand out to me is, I mean, I, I would like the seared tuna and possibly the flat iron steak. Okay. Yeah. Coffee, space rub, smashed fingerling potatoes, was that cabernet butter and i have no idea what those last two words are i'm not even going to try <laughs> actually sorry that i just realized i was looking at the lunch menu yeah, uh, on, yeah, yeah. on the on the dinner menu what is x2 Duck? uh let me, <laughs> let me let me get let me get over here wait isn't the isn't the x2 the name of the ship in in uh, mission space I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. I so they're totally doing a reference to Mission Space? Yeah. I love it. I love it. But roasted, then but then I guess here, let's see if we can find out what's actually on it. <laughs> roasted and confit crescent duck, butternut squash flan, Brussels sprouts, and orange glaze. So, like, listen, okay. yeah. if you look at these meals, like, they are really nice meals, right? I mean, like, these are not, like, you know, theme park fair. This is a signature dining experience, right? And I, I, I didn't expect anything different. Yeah. This is it, kind of what I expected. Yeah, again, <laughs> you know, for for the price, yeah, it's it, this isn't like going up to your quick service and getting whatever. A, <laughs> like, it's a signature yeah. dining experience, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. you know, this is the kind of thing that you would you know pay at a, a California Grill. I mean, listen, I I know it's it's pricey, and I you know everything at Disney's pricey, so <laughs> I wasn't surprised by these prices. I thought it was not that far off from character dining, and seemed seemed. Seems like you're getting a lot for for the cost. Yeah. So. Anyway. But so, I, I think what you need to do is that tomorrow morning after this uh, after this episode goes up, you you need to follow up so that people know whether or not you got your reservation. See if I actually got it. Yeah. I'm not feeling. I, I if I had to have a confidence level between one and ten, I'm at like a negative two, like <laughs> of, of actually getting this. You know what I mean? Like I'm not feeling good about it. Um, and I really don't want to wake up at you know. I I mean I usually wake up around six anyway, but I don't really want to get up at six o'clock in the morning and get right on the app and do this. You know as. Th- <sighs> it's gonna be tough man everybody's gonna be doing it like people have been waiting for this restaurant for a long time i think there's a lot of anticipation here and i think a lot of people are gonna go after this so yeah so i don't know i guess the dinner by the way does not include a drink i was it doesn't say that on there it says it just says uh it says um oh gosh appetizer entree and dessert so yeah yeah that's what i thought and of course the the full menu is not loading for me now, but still, you know what? There's still a lot of food. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's that bad of a price. I'm just not. Yeah. Again, like I said, I'm, I'm taking it as the, you know, this is, I I know in your case, because you're having to balance between food and wine, it's, you know, yeah, yeah, you have to kind of pull back on that. But to me, this would be like, you know, this is, this will be the one sit down that we do like the one good sit down that we do for a trip. And then the rest of, Th- the trip is just quick service like well if we weren't if we were there for more than one day and we're going to be able to do food and wine at a different time then i probably would do dinner yeah but but i at this point it's like i'll probably do as early of a lunch as i can like if i can get like 11 o'clock done you know what i mean like the earlier i can get the better because i don't want to fill up because i want to eat around the world right so yeah absolutely get get this done early and then you know I and mean, you can of walk day, it off in world showcase yeah, gonna be walking off more than just the eating, but <laughs> 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 uh, we already talked about that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited for this. And then I, you know, I don't know if you saw too. There was a couple of the blogs. Looks like they got early access. I saw some walkthrough videos. They looked pretty great. Um, I, w- I was pretty excited about them. So, I mean, I want to see it in person. Of course, I don't think anything's going to compare to video, especially since it's so dark in that place. You know, you're not getting some good video. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just excited to see it all. I and I, I'm a little surprised they're doing a prefix menu. I don't know why they're doing that, but you know, like I look at it as like if I go to be our guest, right? Like I don't need to go to be our guest again, <laughs> like. But that's a prefix menu too, and I, I don't remember what the price is for that off the top of my head, but it's not cheap either, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm just I'm going through the rest of our uh of the rundown here we actually have quite a few more things to talk about <laughs> so you're saying we need to to move you, it on yeah i think we should um cause, so I, I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on this but um you know the returning dessert parties is a good thing There's right. so there's yeah. there's dessert parties and dinner packages coming back with uh with the 50th yes yeah, so there's we could just say what they are i guess right yeah. So, so I guess the, so at a high level, you've got the, uh, the celebration at the top, which is 50 flavors and fireworks at Disney's contemporary resort, uh Magic Kingdom 50, 50th fireworks dessert party, the pre-party, and then the, uh, the, the same dessert party with treats and seats. So the difference here is that one of them is, uh, you go, I assume it's going to be the, yeah, it's at Tomorrowland Terrace. You go and you have the pre-fireworks dessert party, and then they take you to a viewing area in the uh, the Plaza Gardens to watch the show. Yep. Uh, and then the other one is you actually get a seating spot at Tomorrowland Terrace to watch the 50th. So uh, wait, is that going to be like the same party? Like, are... So, meaning it, like, are they going to have the same crowd? And then they're just like right before the fireworks going to walk out half the people and the other half are going to stay. Like, so the way that they did this previously, um, was the lower area in Tomorrowland Terrace where you can actually see the castle. That's like the, the sit down area. And then there's an upper area that's further back. Like, like there's, uh, there's a walkway and then there's an area behind it. That's where the people that were going to be escorted out to the, uh, to the garden area. That's where they sat. So they actually separated the two different parties. Like they're both in Marland Terrace, but they're, they're divided. divided. And then, right. yeah, you just, you walk out into the other area, show your wristband and, and go sit in the, in the garden. I have to say, though, like, I did the fireworks party from Tomorrowland Terrace the one time. It's mm-hmm. not the best view of the fireworks, honestly. I, there's, like, trees blocking your view and, like, other stuff. Like, I'd much rather be in the plaza. Yeah, I, I agree. I, but don't, you know, we shouldn't say this too loud because then they'll figure out that they can charge more for that. But Because uh, <laughs> usually should. the pre-party is yeah. cheaper, right? Yeah, they should charge more for that. that that's a better no, experience, no, except you have to stand. <laughs> no, don't say that. There's a third, is there a third fireworks party too? Uh, there's the after, after party. party. <laughs> yeah, which, so, so this is the other side of it where you go and watch the show and then afterwards you go to the, uh, I'm guessing it's the same area that the pre-party's in where you can go and sit down and, and have the dessert party, which actually that, that might be an interesting, option yeah. yeah because now like we always that did one's the- probably cheaper i'm assuming than the yeah. other ones right because you don't have the reserved space you're just coming in afterwards yeah and, and and i think you know for the for the um for the after party the thing that i would like about that is i, I always hate getting out of that area after the, the party because it's always really crowded right so to have yeah. somewhere where you can kind of go sit down you know have some snacks and relax um might not be a bad thing yeah I actually, I, I think that's a good option. It's it sounds like a logistical nightmare, to be honest with you. But, um, but at the same time, they probably, I'm assuming the pre, uh, you know, the the during and the after party are all the same food. Right. Like, (laughs) yeah. Right. So So they probably just have the same food coming out for a couple hours. Yeah. So, so the, the, so the dessert party area, like, like it was a central area that everyone came to for all their stuff. But then, yeah, your, your table was in a different area depending on which. No, no. I guess I just mean the three different parties probably have all the same food. So logistically, they probably just like, oh, we have one menu. Like they're not changing up the menu. It's all the same stuff. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. All right. So then there's a fairy uh fairy tale fireworks F E R R Y tale fireworks uh, a sparkling dessert cruise. So yeah. it's it's a it's a cruise uh, out for for uh, Disney Enchantment. Uh looks like there's like activities on here. So what? Yeah, I'm I'm reading this kids can participate in an ultraviolet scavenger hunt. On a boat? Yeah, I'm gu- <laughs> I'm guessing they they probably have some um uh phospholuminescent Paint or, or like things oh, you oh, can. Oh, okay. The so you if you shine an fairy. ultraviolet light, like yeah. over on the shore, you may see something, right? So I'm getting it now. I, I yeah. I'm thinking like it was one of the pontoon boats that we did on like the private one. They're actually using one of the ferries. Yeah. Like okay, so this is like a, a they can actually do a scavenger hunt. I'm like, how can you do a scavenger hunt in a pontoon boat? Um, <laughs> but um, okay, cool. So there's like make your own cup. Was make your own moose key lime tarts, cupcakes, beverages. With and without alcohol. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, this is good. It's, uh, you know, again, the fact that these things are all coming back is just the next, um, you know, sign of, of more normal, right? And then, um, these next couple are, I don't remember this being a thing with, uh, with the previous or previously at Epcot, but so there, there's a, a Rosen Crown fireworks dining package and a Spice Road dining package. So you get, you get a meal and then you get a viewing place for harmonious from either Rosen Crown, which is uh, around the England Pavilion, or Spice Road, which yep. is Morocco. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they used to have the dessert parties for illuminations, right? But I, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember if they had anything for Rosen Crown though. Yeah, th- sure. that's what I mean. I don't remember there being anything specific to to Rosen Crown. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, this is good news. I'm excited that this stuff's coming back. I don't think I'm going to do any right now, but I might. Who knows? Yeah, and and that's the thing. Right now, it's, you know, maybe not, but I, I like the fact that we have the option for this again. And I know, like, for us, we're not going until February. This will be part of our discussions is, you know, do we actually look at doing a dessert party again. Also the, the nice thing about these dessert parties and they may even be more popular right now is that they do control the amount of people that come into them. Right. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. so if you have concerns about too many people being packed in an area, this may be a good reason to do one of these. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's all right. So I got to laugh about this next one, right? So yeah. Disney's been doing this thing lately and I, I kind of love it. When, like, one of the Disney blogs posts something, they, like, immediately come out and refute it, right? But, like, do it in a way where it's not like they're immediately refuting it, you know what I mean? But but basically, the the, the rumor starts, and then they come and they stomp all over the rumor and go, nah, this is actually what it is. Yeah, this is what's actually happening. So, what came out and spread across the Disney universe was that uh, the Finding Nemo musical was done. permanently done now to be to be fair i think this came from an instagram post from one of the people that was in it had posted that it was over right so i think that's where the news originated so that's a i mean it's a legitimate source of information right that one of the people in it is saying that it's done right which the thing that i take from that is you know individual cast members saying that something is done their role may be done within something but that doesn't mean that it's done done like exactly but, but so people I... love taking, you know, uh, well, a cast member said this, so it's, you know, authoritative. Yeah. Yeah. So Disney comes out a couple of days later and says, no, no, no. <laughs> finding Nemo the musical, finding Nemo the musical is done in its current form, but we're making a new one. We're reimagining the show and it will debut in 2022. So listen, I'm not going to lie. When I heard this was a closing, I was sad. Because it's a show my wife and I've enjoyed. I think it's, it was a really quality show. Um, you know, the, it, with the puppets and the, the songs were really good in it. It was funny. It was fun. You know, like, so I was a little sad that it was going to close because I don't even think we got to take my daughter to it. Right. Like, and I know she would like really like it. So I was a little bummed by that, but. Uh, you know, I'm glad to hear that it's coming back, and I, I'm glad to hear that they're going to keep some of the songs. You know, because all the songs in that show were written by the, you know, by the Lopez's, right? You know, the mm-hmm. of of uh, Frozen Fame, right? So, um, it's you know, they're good songs. It's a good show, so I, I'm glad to see it's coming back. I, I do think it's interesting that they said they're still in the early stages, but it's coming out in 2022. That it's odd to me, but you know, it is also like you know, I, I also looked at it too. Where if they were going to close it permanently, at least maybe that means that something new is coming in, right? But obviously they're announcing that something is new, com- new and familiar is coming in, right? Yeah, which you know, it's I think this whole coming out of the pandemic, you know, it is giving them an opportunity to look at things, and you know, thinking about you know the Finding Nemo the musical, it's been there for, like I mean, a lot of these shows they've so, been there for years, they've been around you know, you know, five plus years. And it's not a bad thing to refresh those every once in a while, you know, kind of like the previous yeah. conversations we've had about, you know, giving people a reason to come back and, you know, see something new, but you know, th- this is, this is kind of walking that line between, you know, it's familiar, but it's also something new. So, yeah. um, and, and of course people will have their, you know, their opinions on it. They may say, you know, the new show isn't as good as the old one or whatever. Sure. Um, for, <laughs> so, by the way, the show ran for fifteen—well, not fifteen years, because it it never reopened from the pandemic. So it started in tw- thousand six. So let's right. say fourteen so, years. Yeah. So you know, yeah, you know, anything anything longer than five years, like it kind of hits a point where it's just there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And and yeah, you know, it's you know, I think it's fine that they're they're giving it uh, a fresh coat of paint, so to speak. Um, I'll be honest, it like. I've never really liked Finding Nemo and I've had no desire to go and see the musical, but wait, the movie, you don't like the movie? I, no, I don't. I, it's, it's not one of my favorites. And yeah, like I said, we hot takes from Trevor. Yeah. We, we, we always, (laughs) we always passed on it, but, but I always appreciated it because, you know, it was in that area near Everest and Dino Land. So, so we always knew that. You know, as, as the the musical was going in, that was sucking up people from the surrounding rides, so it could let us get onto, you know, Everest and and in onto uh, the Dino World and stuff like that. Um, That's funny. easier. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, it's not that I, I don't, I have no desire to see the show, but I appreciate the fact that it's there. <laughs> there you go maybe you should check it out one time <laughs> maybe but i i would have to convince i mean my, my son's not gonna sit through it and my wife doesn't care for finding nemo either so that'll be a hard sell Man, what is with the finding nemo hate in your house <laughs> we, it, we don't hate it we just it's just like yeah it's just not like we, we've all watched it and it's it. just kind of eh, like it's gonna be not, the meme this week yeah 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 t- yeah sh- show me how terrible i am for not liking finding nemo Yep, There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm glad they're going to put something new there. That's great. So, but, you know, we're still missing a lot of shows. I mean, like Indiana Jones has not come back. Uh, Fantasmic mm-hmm. hasn't come back, right? Like when is Fantasmic going to come back? That's my big question. That's that's the thing I want to know. I, and I, we've said this before. Fantasmic is probably the biggest show missing in, thing, in yeah. terms of production. Like if you think about it, yeah. you know, fireworks, you know, actors, all that kind of stuff. It's it's a big show, right? Like Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they I may just be said I want it to come back. <laughs> you know, they may be doing the same thing with Phantasmic. With you know, something people need to prepare themselves for is that Phantasmic may come back in a new form as well. Which might not be a bad thing. I yeah. mean, I think there's some updating that can be done there. I mean, they did a lot of cool updates to the Phantasmic in Disneyland, right? So um there there's there's some cool yeah. things we can do, you know, at at the Disney World. World. So I, I hope so. It, it, it's a very different vibe. So, so, you know, okay. Um, so when you're standing in Frontierland in Disney World, you know how you're kind of yeah. looking out over towards Tom Sawyer's Island and yeah, you know, yeah. like the rivers of America. Imagine watching Fantasmic there. Yeah. That's, that. that's, that's a little bit different, right? Yeah. It's, it's different, but it, I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It, you know, still, I, I guess I've seen both shows. I've, I've seen Fantasmic on, on both coasts and you know it's great but it's weird like literally having them block off part of uh, or well there it's new orleans square but you know like that Frontierland area just blocking that off so you could do a nighttime show <laughs> yeah that is that is interesting <laughs> yeah because it actually like like maleficent actually appears on tom sawyer's island There's a state over there. Yeah, Yeah. that's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't imagine that. (laughs) Well, I've seen it. It's. it's, I have to go uh, check that out. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. (laughs) Uh, So another thing coming back too, and we actually talked about this like, I don't know, a month or so ago, uh, and we were speculating on whether the candlelight procession was going to come back. Well, speculate, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to speculate anymore, right? So we know now that it is coming back November 26th. Um, it, they don't, it seems like they don't have anybody booked yet (laughs) for to, to do the, uh, to actually do the narration. So they, they they just haven't announced who they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they haven't announced anybody. Yeah. They're still working to confirm the schedule of celebrity narrators. So, right. I guess we'll see what happens there. But I mean, you know, look, this is a, again, it's just another nice, I did it once. That was all I needed to do. I, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was good. I did it with, you know, I think I, we've talked about this before. I took my mom, uh, on, you know, for her birthday and, um, you know, I thought she would like this, which I was right, but it's not really my thing, you know, (laughs) like it's cool. It was good. It was really well done. I enjoyed it. Um, but you know, I'd rather be eating food and, you know, going on rides. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's a nice show, but not, not, not better than rides. Yeah. Plus I can like hear it. I could just stand behind the theater and listen to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could just stand in, I mean, I guess in front of it, but I could just, I don't have to be in the theater. I mean, it's, you know, it's in the theater that's out, you know, that's just open. So it's, you can hear everything. I mean, you know, so I, I I'm glad it's coming back though. It's, it's a great part of the holiday tradition at, at Disney World. So yeah. So again, more more signs of normal, and and I think you know I've even seen people asking about like hooptie do and stuff like that. I'm I'm betting you know not not for October first, but I'm betting you know over the next couple of months you're, you're going to see more and more announcements of things returning, oh, yeah. right? Like absolutely, yeah absolutely and i mean like listen right now the parks are dead right like you see everybody posting that there's nobody in the parks partly part of that is because people are just waiting for the first right so oh, totally like uh, yeah i'm sure there's a lot more people that are coming after the first right so, yeah I, I i'm you know that there's the uh yeah there, there's the one side where, you know people are like oh you know it's great you know i did everything i want to do and you know in about two and a half weeks from now you're gonna see all the miserable like <laughs> this is stupid i couldn't do anything it was so busy such long waits yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last thing I had on our list for the show was just a preview of the, uh, beacons of light on a spaceship earth. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just one picture from Zach Ridley on, on Instagram. But I mean, this one picture, pretty. Is, it's amazing. Yeah. Right? It looks really good. I mean, like, I mean, just the one picture by itself. I, and I, and that's not even a motion. It's a still picture, but like, there's going to be some motion to this lighting and it just... I mean it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, that 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 twink like it it looks the weird thing is is that when you look at it in my head I go oh they you know they photoshopped that or they you know I I feel like there yeah. there's there's maybe some color enhancement going on but I also I know full well that you're going to stand there and look at this thing and be like whoa what yeah, like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I I actually think that this is the coolest thing of all the things they're doing for the for the 50th. Mm-hmm. Like this just it just looks awesome to me and, and and the cool thing about it is they can change it as it goes, right? I mean like they don't need to like reinstall anything. If they want to put a put a different show on 6 months in, they can. I mean, they can do whatever they want with this thing. Yeah. And it's he he described it as what I think he said called a visual poetry. Yeah. This visual visual poetry will uh forever enhance will forever change the way we experience Epcot. So like it's just oh, man, it just looks so cool. <laughs> You know what this, like, so this, this is probably going to sound dumb, but like the first time I went to Disney world, the, you know, the, you know, the fiber optic lights that they had in the concrete. In the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, being at Epcot at night and seeing that, like, like just seeing the lights and then like that kind of stuff that's stuck with me way more than, then a lot of things, like it's, it's not to say like I, I don't remember anything else that I did, but, but, you know, just standing there in those moments, um, that stuff stuck with me for years. And I feel like this is going to be the same thing is it's like, you know, you're going to be standing in future world or, you know, you know, anywhere near spaceship earth, right? And you're just going to get this experience, right? That's so, the problem is I'm just going to want to stand there all night and stare at it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because like, it seems like this is just going to be doing a show constantly, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like it's going to be like, hey, at 8 30, we're going to do a, a thing on, on Spaceship Earth. No, I think this is just going to be happening it's, constantly. It's going to always be moving. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's amazing what they're doing here because the way that they, built these lights to go across the lines of the of the triangles within the the sphere are creates it creates those stars right like the the but it also creates like lines too like they can like they can like make shapes and stuff on here i feel like if they because i it looks like they can control how bright the light is right so because some of the stars are, are are bigger than others right so theoretically they could like Make stuff with this, and I uh, even like the lights that are lower on this picture, and and I'll I'll include this picture out there. But just go look up Zach Ridley on Instagram, and it's the the picture that's you know most recent. I mean, it looks like there's some stars, but then on the bottom, it's they're just like lit up different colors. There's like a, you know a gold, there's a, a purple, and there's mm-hmm. there's a, a dark blue, and it's just like the way they have that where they can do different stars, but they can also just do colors that like is a dot of color it's just amazing. It's, it's one of the coolest things I've seen them do. I feel like, and I can't wait to see this in person. Yeah. I I, like it's, yeah, I I'm fully expecting like, almost like this is really almost like a TV screen now. Right. Like if you think about it, it's a giant spherical TV screen. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, you know, that in and of itself is, is immensely impressive. And yeah, I I can't wait to see it either. Like I same as you, you know it's it's going to be hard not to just stand somewhere near Spaceship Earth and just stare at it, right? <laughs> yep, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. Like I just want to, even at night, like when they just before when they just kind of like put random colors on it, it was still amazing, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like I said, that's is, that's yeah. going. Like I said, you know, for us, you know, that was years ago. Just you know, you know, seeing even the most basic kind of effects that they could do it was like hey this is really cool and this is gonna be i'm i'm jealous of like your daughter i'm jealous of your daughter because she's gonna you know her first experience her first experiences with epcot that she's probably gonna remember is gonna be this Yeah, her brain's going to explode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or she'll she'll be like, Dad, why are you making such a big deal about this? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm so psyched to see this. It just seems so cool. I mean, like, I even used to get like freaked out, but like when they'd like laser the sponsor onto the, onto the spaceship Earth, you know? Yeah. When they use like the, the, the the 90s for the, uh, New years. Yeah yeah like just stupid stuff like that, and that technology is not even new right like and not that this is either. they just made these cool little lights that like they figured out how to make them all connected. This is I mean, I don't think they created anything new here necessarily, but I mean, maybe the shape of it and how it works, but it, it's not new, but it's it's having the level of control that they have over it. yeah, that's, that's what it is right? that's what yeah. matters is it's yeah, it's not that the lights are anything new or that you know they they've invented a new you know type of of show equipment it's that they've they've evolved it to a point where the level of control here is going to be impressive <laughs> exactly i mean they can control each and every point of light in there right and and there is a point of light in every single uh space you know in every yeah. single space that they're c- in between the the different triangles so i mean Man, it's cool. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see it. Yeah, I'm excited for Epcot more than any other park on this trip. You Food and wine, you got this, you got Space 220, you got Ratatouille. I'm all about Epcot for this trip coming up. Cool. Well, I I can't wait to see it. And, you know, please, you know, uh, well, I'll plug it here in a minute when we do the, the wrap up. But, you know, please get of some part. of this stuff posted on YouTube and Instagram because oh, yeah. I'm sure, you know, for those of us that can't get down there as quickly we would love to see it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up. All right. Um, yeah, so, so to start off, you know, if you guys ever want to reach us directly, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. We, uh, we still, you know, we keep saying this there, there's lots of, uh, great people that reach out to us. You know, you guys will just share your stories. You'll ask us questions, uh, you know, put in questions for the show, All that kind of stuff, you know, you know, just drop us a line if you guys want to talk to us. Alternately, if you want to talk to us on Facebook, you can find us there as Welcome Home Podcast and you can join the Facebook group, which is Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. And you can see all the the discussion that goes on in there with, uh, you know, including memes that, you know, our our friend Jeremy likes to do. And uh, I mean, there's lots of other people in the group that put stuff out, you know, Dan, um, you know, shout out to Dan, Francisco, all there's. Tons of people that uh, that are a part of the conversation here, and you know now you can gonna join. Someone's going to be sad you left them out. Now, <laughs> well, I'm, th- that's just people off the top of my head that that I remember seeing recently for yes. for posts. But but no, there, there's lots of people in the group that post, and we appreciate you all. And you know, if you guys want to join a, a drama-free Disney group, that's the place to go because you know we don't uh, we're not like those other Disney groups. <laughs> We try not to be illegal. Yeah, exactly. And then also, um, if you guys, uh, you know, as we were just talking about, you know, we're going to have some trips coming up here. So make sure you're you're subscribing to the YouTube channel and to the Instagram. YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. And also, if uh, you want some merchandise, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh, check out check out the shirts, mugs. There's uh, fanny packs, and we'll be adding more stuff as we, we go along. So um you know it's good to pop in there every once in a while and see if there's something you would like to pick up for maybe your next trip that uh yeah. uh you know you can wear on the trip and post pictures like so many of the people do in our group that uh you know you know wear wear our merchandise which is pretty crazy to me like uh, the the fact that sorry j- just to aside here aside <laughs> yeah it, it's you know when i see people like oh yeah you know i'm wearing my welcome home merchandise or the the haunted river country shirt you know whether it's in or out of the parks just the fact that we created something and people are wearing merchandise about it is that's very cool <laughs> yeah that, it's cool and and it's so it's so weird to me because i i've i never thought i'd be doing this <laughs> no i it's, yeah. it's it's so funny because uh you know i this is a little inside but you know, even just like the last trip I took, that little brief trip when I met up with a couple listeners, my wife was like, mm-hmm. this is weird. <laughs> like, she, she's like, it's weird that people want to meet you. And I'm like, I know. I find it a little weird, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying I, I find it weird that people want to do that. I just never in my life thought that anybody would want to just meet me because they listen to me talk about yeah. something. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that, you know, your significant other looks at it and goes, why would someone want to meet you? <laughs> like, That's exactly right. Yeah. She, she knows me. She listens to me yeah. every day. I'm not interesting <laughs> like, yeah uh, same yeah. thing yeah, yeah. No, I, I i totally get it I, I and you know someday i hope to you know meet some of our listeners on a trip down there and you know hopefully you guys will have have your own merch and you know if you run into us you know we ha- we also have hats so you, you won't yeah, find those in the store <laughs> Listen, we we don't want to like. I, I'm not trying to say it's weird that you like. I, I we love meeting up with listeners. It's it's yeah. very humbling and very cool. I so I'm not saying that the fact that people want to meet us is weird. I just it's it's strange to me it, that anybody would want to do that <laughs> for me. Yes, it's yeah. It's it's hard to explain because we don't feel that we're people worth meeting. I guess exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going to throw me off is if anybody ever asks for my autograph, then I'm not going to know what to do. <laughs> We're like, I don't have an autograph. You just here. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, autographing stuff is I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I No one's ever asked me for that. And I don't expect anybody to. Now that I mentioned that somebody's going to. Right. Yeah. So, mistake okay anyway anyway yeah moving on um so we also have a patreon if you guys would like to subscribe to that and help support the podcast it's patreon.com welcome home pod uh if you do subscribe to the patreon you know check out the different levels because we do actually have some exclusive merch to patreon so you you'll see on there that we have the uh the patreon logo that you can get on on t-shirts and stuff like that so uh yeah i I think it's pretty cool so um please check it out and last but not least if you guys want to leave us a review on itunes please do so we we appreciate it you know i i know tom (laughs) well damon constantly bugs tom about us never getting past 4.5 but maybe if we got a couple more five star reviews we could actually push it up to 4.6 so um, the reviews have been extraordinarily nice lately so. yes but but uh but Damon doesn't believe that we can make it past 4.5 so prove him wrong. Here we go. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Also don't forget to subscribe To Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded Every time we release a new episode You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify Any podcast app that's out there You can find us, just search for Welcome Home Look for the one that says Disney and DVC uh, Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast Is for entertainment only, we are not Employed by the Walt Disney Company and as such All opinions we express on the show are our own So please consult a DVC representative Or Disney cast member for more information about anything We talked about today, huge thanks Thank you to DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode and being our continued partners. We appreciate them. Go check them out. Like Damon's, going to check them out. <laughs> uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the Jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We'll do a when we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is it. no. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Look out! Here comes my ball and chain.